Welcome to the first episode of our Levicast series with Mitesh Soni. Today we'll discuss on the Phoenix Project, a novel about IT, DevOps, and helping your business win, written by Gene Kim, the award-winning CTO and founder of Tripwire, Kevin Baer, the founder of IT Process Institute, and George Spafford, research director for Gartner. Welcome, Mitesh, uh, to our first episode. And uh, would you like to share with us what the Phoenix Project is about and why do you want our audience to read the book? Thank you, Antara. So we are going to discuss about a book that has been a focal point in majority of DevOps-related discussions. The Phoenix Project, a novel about IT, DevOps, and helping your business win. Yes, it is a novel and little different from the book that we usually read with respect to technology. People should read this book to realize the problems. Seems like a mountain, but vision and phase-wise implementation along with people, processes, and tools help to solve problems gradually. The book provides insights on how it can be done. It might not be practical to solve the issues and cultural transformation process as given in novel or as fast as it should be, but you will reach to your destination on your desired time based on existing culture of an organization. And that is why it is important for everyone to read this book and realize the problems and how to solve those issues. Great. Uh, but Mitesh, what were the challenges that were faced and that led to the fallout. What made Paths Unlimited take this initiative? Okay, uh, let me give some summary about the book. So the company's new IT initiative uh, named Phoenix Project is critical to the future of Paths Unlimited, but the project is massively over budgeted and very late. Bill is an IT manager at Paths Unlimited and it is a Tuesday morning and on his drive into the office, Bill gets a call from the CEO or acting CEO, CEO Masters. The CEO wants Bill to report directly to him and fix the mess in 90 days or else Bill's entire department will be outsourced. And along with it, Steve promotes Bill as VP of IT operations. And Steve's vision is to have IT systems that are reliable and available and for the business to be able to depend upon them with minimal disruption to normal operations. And over the time, everyone in the organization realizes that it is important to have a joint vision. And that is system thinking. It is important that entire organization achieve its goal, not just one part of it. And with the help of Eric and his mysterious philosophy of the three ways, Bill starts to see that IT work has more in common with manufacturing plant work. And authors deliver story that anyone who, work, who, who, who works in IT organization will, re, uh, will recognize, consider as if it's, it's their own story or it's a known story. It is a fast paced, easy to read and engaging and it shows how cultural issues creates roadblock in progress in modern times. So can you please explain a little bit on the cultural issues and uh, it will help if you can relate it to your experience? Sure. 
so improving daily work is even more important than doing daily work that is one of the fascinating quotes from this book which i loved in this book they have mentioned improvement kata that is about reputation so reputations create habits and habits are what enable mastery nothing is more to mastery than practices and dreams and studies have shown that practicing practicing 5 minutes daily is better than practicing once a week for 3 hours and if you want to create a genuine culture of improvement you must create those habits and there are many cultural issues that are uniform across different organizations most of the times and let's go through one one by one so we'll talk about different issues and how those were solved in in this particular book you know with different examples so there is one issue that is related to visibility so it is like if you don't see when work is committed you can't manage it simple and if you can't measure it you can't improve it in similar way there is another instance where at every stage of deployment process environments are never available when teams needs them and even when they are there is considerable rework which is required to get them all synchronized with one another there is no standardization of recurring deployment work to enforce uniformity of production configuration and that creates issue over and over again we have we have heard that we need at least another 20 to 30 servers to manage the load and not sure if it is feasible at this point of time because there is a long process that is another cultural issues we face in most of most of the organization there is another major issue that is called unplanned work unplanned work is a recovery work and which takes you away from your goals and that happens because quality is not taken care into consideration so technical depth is also one kind of un- unplanned work it will ensure that the only work the team does is unplanned work so that is another issue and then it, there is a fear of you know having multiple deployments in a day it was it is like a dream where there is no automation there is no agile and there are there is no culture of improvements so it's like a dream and it is it is not even seen feasible and these are the cultural issues most of the organization faces and that is the reality but over that time there are many solutions to that also so with kanban board let's say bills team got a better idea of flow of work managing work effectively without impacting their existing commitment other than that you need to know what matters to the achievement of business objectives as well whether it's project operations strategy compliance with laws and regulations security and other things it is important to know it is important that there is there are things which are visible other than that with respect to environments nowadays with the use of cloud environments you can spin up hundred or thousands of compute instances as you need and tear them down when we when there when there is no need of it and just pay for the compute time we use and because of that we can create the build procedure and automated mechanism that could simultaneously create the dev queue and production environment with similar kind of configurations infrastructure can be created treated as a code and nowadays everything as a code like pipeline as a code infrastructure as a code and that has been a norm in most of the organization because of the uh, devops culture transformation movement that has taken speed other than that it is important to build a knowledge pool that can help to fix things faster than ever because you do not have to depend on one person who is extremely 
extremely uh, knowledgeable so you don't need to depend on them to fix things and another thing is get everything in version control everything your code your infra configuration your media files and everything whatever is required and whatever is feasible it is needed to get them into version control and all these things together can help you to transform the culture of an organization and solve the existing cultural issues and uh, when we are talking about uh, relating to my experience um it is almost like everyone's experience you know uh, it is it is it all made sense today when i have i have read the book recently it feels like reverse engineering um and that's how it works and usually it starts with no not so good situation and it improves over the time with devops practices implementation and understanding cultural aspect of it so that's how it goes and that's how cultural issues by, uh, is uh, cultural issues are faced by every devops uh, you know devops engineer or devops enthusiast and with phase wise implementation it goes away but uh, it's a journey it's not a destination great that was an awesome insight and a detailed analysis thanks mitesh uh so was there a misalignment between the development and operations team how do you think we can overcome such roadblocks in our day to day projects so let me uh, highlight what book has suggested and what book has indicated with respect to many uh classic examples with respect to misalignment between development and operations team there are some examples i'll just quote so it was like there was a meeting where no one could go, get all the phoenix code to run in a test environment and suddenly some developers comes and says look it's running on my laptop how hard it can be then they realize that front end can't talk to the database server because someone didn't tell the develop uh, the testing team or the ops team that there needs to be firewall port which needs to be open and because of fresh qa environment was not available in one instance team used an old version and because of the test failure they made some changes to code and environment to and into the qa environment and which never made it back way to dev and production environments and because of that they never they never synchronized all the environments and it never uh, it was never communicated and documented and there were another instance where someone copied a wrong version of the file and it was not communicated or documented and solving this solving again th- these are the issues which we daily come across because there are manual work which are involved manual hands off uh, manual hands off involved and because it is a manual effort there are there are bound to be errors at one point of a time and solving any complex business problem requires teamwork and teamwork requires trust and we can overcome this cultural communication and collaboration issues with the three ways highlighted in the phoenix project book and first way is flow uh, it is flow left to right that is system thinking the first way helps us to understand how to create fast flow of work as it moves from development into it operations and there are necessary practice or continuous practices like continuous code inspection continuous integration continuous testing continuous delivery continuous deployment creating environments on demand continuous monitoring continuous logging continuous improvements and continuous innovation which is result of all this continuous practices and 
because of that we can build safe systems and organizations that are safe to change there is a second way that is called feedback right to left and that is to have key learnings and avoid those issues happening again the second way shows us how to shorten and amplify feedback loops so we can fix quality at the source and avoid rework and making sure that those issues don't arrive in the production or too late into the scenario because at that time the cost of those changes are too high and there is a third way that we we have already been talking about that is creating culture of continuous experiments and learning so it 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 results from continuous improvements and all other continuous uh, practices and then it results into continuous innovation as well and this third way shows us how to create culture that's that is that that allows you to experiment learn from failures and understand that repetition and practice are the prerequisite to mastery so that was i think a very thoughtful way of explaining the three aspects uh and would you like to throw some light on the theory of con constraints from the lens of the phoenix project yes so in the phoenix project they have highlighted that uh, you know, one of the lead engineer that is brent who is who is supposed uh, who is extremely knowledgeable and genius and because of his work and lot of people are pulling him into different works and how it is creating a theory of constraint or how he is limited into his areas of work and he is genius for a, and he needs to work upon phoenix project and according to according to the book it is important to figure out how to control the release of work into operations it operations and more importantly to ensure that more most valued and constrained resources are doing only work which is which serves the goal of or business objective of the entire system and not just one silo and hence it is extremely important to create a knowledge base of how to create how to, sorry how to fix problems and eventually creating pool of people who can fix issues and that's how this theory of constraints can be managed and how in your view realistic goals can be set what skills or capabilities you think are needed so based on existing skill set and existing culture of an organizations and tools which are utilized in organization phase wise implementation is extremely important the big bang approach usually or it it doesn't work big bang approach doesn't work there has to be a phase wise implementation and with respect to skills and competencies uh, skills and competency building is an ongoing exercise you can't hire people to do devops or transform your culture that should come from within the organization changing mindset and creating force uh, creating a force from organization to change the existing culture that should be the way and vision is more important and phase wise implementation of, of devops practices is highly recommended and for that readiness or capability assessment is also very important and vision from top level of the organization is extremely important because as we discussed earlier also it's about entire organization and not just one part of it yes i absolutely agree that devops is all about changing mindset and an organic organic uh, evolution 
rather than trying to get something from external. Uh, finally, can you share your learnings, Mitesh, from the book that you were able to apply in your professional journey? So, I read uh, I read this book little late after doing lot of lot of automations and doing some assessments and everything, but it made sense. As I said, it made sense entirely. It's almost experience most of the people uh, most of the people go through, and. the reason why this book is important and learning from this book is important is like if you have done something for 10 years it doesn't mean you need to continue it and the main issue is resistance from the people and until and unless you remove that resistance it 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 doesn't help the cultural transformation will always create will create issues and resistance and the practice and 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 as the practice and repetitions build muscle memory so the response is natural and flows smoothly karate students let's say use forms to repeatedly practice combination of blocks and attacks to build the level of muscle memory and similarly building organizational memory requires a certain dedication and determination as well it is important to train people and make them realize that why it is beneficial it is important to do pocs or proof of concepts or pilots so they realize why it is beneficial to them and why it can increase their productivity it it is all about their productive productivity gains and that them realizing that it helps them and avoiding manual work the combination of people processes and tools helps to achieve this continuous improvements and continuous innovation which can be a goal and cultural transformation people processes tools automation and so on are important keywords here hmm yes i think it's quite interesting to uh, make that comparison between the devops journey and and uh, an entirely different world like sports and martial arts uh definitely it's finally the traits that count in so uh, with that i think we will end our first episode mitesh and thank you very much for the knowledge that you just shared through your experiences and of course i enjoyed my first episode the first ever levicast with mitesh soni how about you would you like to share your feedback in the link below stay tuned for our next book review on agile conversations by dr squirrel and jeffrey frederick transform your conversations transform your culture thank you and have a good day